When you have dominion over all those areas in your life, everything just gets better. I mean, we're, that's that's kind of the call we have is have dominion over this life. You don't have to be perfect in everything, but I always think you have to be making progress. You want to be going up and to the right if you're looking at sort of a XY chart. That was our guest, Scott Jagosinski, talking about the importance of always improving on the many different aspects of a person's life. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, co-host of Retire Repurposed. On behalf of Bentages and myself, thank you so much for joining us here today. Well, if you are new to the show, maybe this is your first time hearing our message, we spend a lot of time trying to get retirees and pre-retirees to unlearn a lot of things. Renew, rethink, reimagine what your life could look like in retirement. Far too many times we see retirees just accept that retirement is the end, the end of any more growth, the end of adding any more value. A time where you have to accept the fact that you just think that you're getting older, that your time has passed, that it's too late to make any significant changes, maybe to your financial life, your relationships, your mindset, and even your physical life. Well, this is going to be another one of those shows where we are suggesting and maybe even pleading with you that that is not the case. What if retirement is actually the time where you could be your greatest? So on today's show, we bring back special guest Scott Jagosinski. Scott founded an organization called Argent Alpha, where he helps men over 50 years old implement strategies to become their healthiest, strongest selves. In this podcast, Scott talks about two concepts, including your zone of genius, where you not only see growth, but step into the essence of who you were created to be. Enjoy this episode. All right, I've got Scott Jagosinski back on the show here today. Scott, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Hey, I'm happy to be back and good to see you again. Yeah, to say that you were back, we had you on the show a couple of weeks ago. I thought that that was a really um, interesting episode. I do want to kind of cover that. But for people that maybe missed that show, not familiar with you, uh, talk talk to us about your organization. You're doing some really cool stuff with uh, mainly men uh, over 50 years old, right? Yeah, that's right. So we, we have a company called Argent Alpha, and our tagline is we make men over 50 harder to kill. And uh, so, you know, people kind of laugh at that line and I go, it's intentional. It's, it's designed to attract or repel a man over 50. And the guys who contacted me, we're looking to improve body fat, you know, strip the fat, add muscle. Well, my line is going through life as a man over 50 weak and fat is no way to enter the last half of your life. So that's where we we get guys turned around in, in, in those areas. And uh, physical health becomes a gateway to improving mental health is, is, yeah, I, I'm such an advocate of this. And this is, you know, physical health is is kind of part of what I would call, you know, part of being repurposed. Um, it's probably the one, um, admittedly, that we talk about the least. Uh-huh. And it, it's probably because, you know, Ben and myself are just not uh, fitness experts uh, by any means. I don't think that we're uh, out of shape by any means. And, and that's not to say that we're not huge advocates of this, but this is just so, so near and dear to me. I mean, there is no way that you cannot connect how you feel physically with how you feel mentally. Talk about that and, and how, again, you just said, like, if you can get your physical health down, that seems to kind of be the catalyst and the breakaway for other areas of your life. Well, I was just talking with um, a buddy online yesterday, and I, I think it's an Indian proverb. Uh, a man who has his health has a thousand dreams. A man who doesn't have his health has one. 
And so I think it just, that says it all is, is if, if your health's not lined up and I look at this guy, you know, I'll be 59 next month. And, um, I, my whole plan and what I've been living is leveling up with each year, getting better with each year. So it's a shift in the mindset, but you can't do that if you don't have your health. If you're not physically able to go do stuff and you're spending time worrying about health, meds, doctor's office, you can't self-actualize. So to me, it's just a, it's a logical place to start. It's not even, it's not an opinion. It's just, it makes sense to start there. How have you seen other men uh, in your age bracket, and you just did a really cool event in the Twin Cities where you were you were getting men uh, together and and focusing on on health and mental health and physical health. But how have you seen that that breakthrough? How does it start? What does it feel like? What's it look like from your perspective? Well, I, I'm I'm thinking of one friend in particular. In six months, I'll just give you the, the quantitative side, and then I'll talk about the qualitative. So, fifty uh, five year old guy and came into this. And was, you know, when you look at him, you go, like, it doesn't look horrible, uh, but he was a little on the frumpy side and, you know, physically wasn't where he used to be. And uh, fast forward six months, he's dropped, I think it's 25 pounds of fat. So again, we, we focus on losing fat, not weight, because when you lose weight, you're also losing muscle. So he's lost 24, 25 pounds of fat. He's added six pounds of muscle. And he's gone from not being able to do any pull-ups to doing like, I think he's at seven strict pull-ups. You know, so he just changed physically. He went from kind of the pear-shaped body to the V-shape you know, <laughs> in, six, in six months. And um, so that's the quantitative side. The qualitative side, confidence level, leaning into life, wanting to learn more, curiosity. Uh, this guy reads like two books a month now, all related to health and longevity. So qualitatively, He's just ready. He's playing offense now. So this guy went yeah. from playing defense and just kind of like, don't get hurt, risk averse to lean into life and making stuff happen. So it's, it's a total transformation. You know, again, I'm, I'm not in that age bracket, so to speak, but uh, I'm in a season right now where um, I am just loving um, going to the gym. And by the way, on a side note for people that uh, don't follow the show as closely, I, my oldest uh, uh, child is my 12 year old son. And I've been taking him to the gym with me starting this last spring. A, that has been a whole nother wonderful experience of connection with my child um, that some of many of our listeners may not be able to relate because they'll have older kids. Um, but just fee- I feel so good. And I've heard so many people say, you know, if you want to like if you want to like spark um, traction in your life, whether it be from a, a spiritual side, whether it be from a financial side, whether it be from a fi- uh, relational side. Um, it, if you want to try something like just go and start moving your body and there is something just so rewarding about when you start to, you start to manifest in the physical, you know, some of the things that you knew uh, that were true about you or you you didn't know what was there. For example, this gentleman you just talked about, you went from being more pear-shaped and not doing a pull-up to now doing seven. I can't imagine what that has done to the confidence, the psyche, the mindset. Uh, and I, and I, you kind of shared his story. I would tell you in, from my perspective, the, the, the better I, the, the more, the better I feel about myself, actually the more spiritual and the closer I feel to God, because the opposite is true. When I'm out of shape, I tend to be just slower mentally. I don't have as much traction. I feel more depressed and I'm not suggesting that you have to have one to have the other. I don't, don't hear me as that, but there, there's no doubt there's, there's a connection there. Would you agree? agree a hundred percent. I think I, what I hear you saying, Jared, is 
when you have dominion over all those areas in your life, everything just gets better. I mean, we're, that's, that's kind of the call we have is have dominion over this life. You don't have to be perfect in everything, but I always think you have to be making progress. You want to be going up and to the right if you're looking at sort of a XY yeah. chart. And so, yeah. and by the way, kudos to you. You're setting a great example for your son. I mean, I think men leading their sons in doing physical stuff is something that's been missing. And I think it's it's fundamental to creating uh, the men of tomorrow. So great job doing that. Yeah, well, I, get, I give him a lot of credit. And I say we had a phenomenal workout uh, together yesterday. And I just, I, I'm able to express how proud, hey, it's phenomenal time with him, one-on-one time. Um, but I'm able to express how proud I am uh, of him because you'll, 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 you'll know this, Scott, like that it's you against you. Um, mm-hmm. it, this, it, it's really a mind, it's really a mental game. And this will, this will lead into our conversation really well today because th- when you can, when you can get the mental side down, you will start to see the stuff. You'll start to see the results almost physically. And again, your physical health is one, is one example of that. And so I'm watching my son, you know, go to the gym and I, and I don't press him just so everybody listen. I don't, I'm not dragging him there. I'll say, Hey buddy, I'm going to go to the gym. You want to come with me? He says, yes, every time. Uh, and when, uh, he says, you know, how many sets are we going to do? I'm like, well, I think we should do one more, but I go, if you're not feeling it, you know, you don't, don't do it. He does it every time he says, you know, how many are we going to do here? You know, I go, let's try Just try for 10 and he'll shoot for 11. Oh, I'm not doing that. He's doing that. So he's, he's preparing his, he's strengthening his mind um, for, for battle, so to speak. But he, you know, he's understanding that like it's hurts, man. Like that's what people don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't know about you, Scott. Like I love going to the gym, but it's like a love hate relationship. It hurts. Like it hurt. It physically hurts, but uh, you, you got to power through that. And that's life, man. Like there's no guarantees. Nowhere in the Bible does it say like life is easy. And so I, I love the mental game and how it ties into the spiritual uh, and, and, and the physical side as well. So I, I appreciate the kudos on that. Yeah. And one of the things, what I hear you saying too, is you do hard things. So you become more resilient. And so what life's going to throw a curveball at you and usually they're aimed at your head. And so the more, <laughs> the more prepared you are for that by doing hard things, um, yeah. I've been doing, uh, you saw in our video, we did, uh, the Wim Hof method followed by two minutes in an ice bath. And so my wife and I for a month have been doing, we joined a, a recovery spa here and we spend, I spend a total of about 15 to 20 minutes in 40 degree water. Now it's mm-hmm. just become part of the habit. And, uh, it's all about, there's a bunch of health benefits, but what I like is the ability to get over the hump and doing that hard thing that applies to so many things. Like it's, it's carried over into my business. Um, yeah. it's like, bring it, man. What? I don't know what I, I need to set higher standards because what used to be hard is now easy. Mm, and so that, that's good. But that's the but that's the that's the way that it should be. And for those of you who are listening to the show and don't understand what ice baths is, that that's kind of like I don't want to say it's the new thing because it's not new. But I think a lot of people don't understand that. And like you just said, there is there there's there's a lot of physical physiological benefits to that. But the the biggest the hardest thing about an ice bath is getting over the mindset and when you can you can handle the the the, the pain the, the pain so to speak. There's a there's another famous quote out there too that says uh, victorious warriors they. They win first and then they go to battle. Uh-huh. Defeated warriors just go right into the battle and try to figure out a way to win. So again, on, on a spiritual, on a mindset side, you got to be able to almost train your brain. Uh, I can even think of, 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 of scripture where it talks about, you know, like pounding your body into submission. 
where you have to be in control of your body. You have to know where its limits are and push it and continue to uh, see where where the max is. So again, I, I love everything that we're saying here, and I want I want this to be a segue uh, into our conversation today. We're going to talk about um, a gentleman by the name of Gay Hendricks. He wrote a book uh, a, a while back. Kind of give give us kind of an overview of of his book, his. Uh, his his thinking and maybe just uh, we'll, we'll tee up some of these ideas that we're going to talk about today. Sure, yeah. So when I think of that book, The Big Leap, there's two big ideas that come out of there for me. One is this whole idea of how do you overcome upper limits or limiting beliefs, and then the other one is working towards uh, your zone of genius. And a quick way to describe that is most of us operate in our zone of excellence. So some area that we're actually good at the work. We may or may not kind of like it. It just, but it's kind of easy. Zone of genius is like where you're humming. That's that's like why I picture Elon Musk. That guy's only lived in his zone of genius. That's why he's been doing such amazing things. So I, I think those are the two key things that I take away from that book. Hmm. Let's let's talk about the zone of genius just a little bit. Um, you know, again, the point of this show is we want retirees specifically to be walking into their their fullness. Again, it's not, it's not an end. It's a beginning. Um, how have you, how have you seen uh, men in, in your age bracket start to kind of make this shift? How do, how do we get into that zone? So to speak. Hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident, that was not your fault. Listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, I think a big part of getting into your zone of genius, and that can be in your work, your personal life, can be really in any area, is you need to start stripping away the things that don't serve you. And uh, you and I talked about Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan's book, 10X is Easier Than 2X. There's a lot of overlap there. Uh, to 10X, by definition, you have to be in your zone of genius. And the way you get there is looking at the 80% of your life that doesn't drive value, and you either eliminate it, automate it, or delegate it. And um, I think when you're not doing that, you're in your zone of excellence. And I can't remember the term that's below that, but it's the, you're, you're busy in areas that you can't control they're trivial, they're administrative, they're not adding value. It's it, You're busy being busy. And so that's one of the things we do is like we, we set standards. We, we yeah. have guys go from default standards to design standards. And through that process, things that don't serve you start falling out. Mm. Yeah. And, and uh, we, I think we brought up um, uh, the Benjamin Hardy book, 10X is easier than 2X. By the way, I, I could not recommend that book more. And also too, I could not recommend more. You go back and listen uh, to the episode we had a few weeks ago uh, with Scott, because we dive deeper into this physical side. So again, that's a great segue into today's show. 10X is greater than, is easier than 2X is a spectacular book. But again, to, to, to echo what you said uh, for people listening, 
Um, if you want to do a 2x goal, for example, um, you want to, let's take weight, for example. Um, let's say I want to lose, you know, two pounds of body fat. Well, there's probably, you know, we could, we could probably come up with 30 different ways that you could do that, you know, but let's say that I want to lose 20 pounds of fat. Well, now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden your options become um, much more fine-tuned. There, there, uh, there's fewer ways to do it. Taking this to a mindset level, uh, when your mind has too many solutions, um, it, it, it gets, it gets confused. I mean, your, your mind is, is really a supercomputer. I mean, God, God, I mean, the, 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 the most powerful computer on the planet is the human brain that God created. You know, he, he created it with infinite wisdom. And when you have too many solutions, your, your brain can't kind of fixate on one. But if you have maybe a solution or two at best, meaning it's a 10 X goal, like the goal is not, it's, it's, it's way more difficult, uh, than just to kind of like see a small, a small gain, it actually becomes easier. And when you start walking in that, that's when you start kind of transitioning to genius. Am, am I hearing you right? Yeah, you're, you're right on. I mean, to give you a business example, it, a lot of companies go through a budgeting process and, you know, we're, we're going to budget 7% growth, 10% growth. Um, but if the CEO says, um, you know what, guys, this year we're going we're gonna to budget 100% growth, you throw that out to your leadership team, they have no choice but to think differently. I mean, no. to grow 5%, you can squeeze a bunch of different things, turn a couple dials, and you'll get 5% growth. But if you right. need to double, now you start thinking about, okay, do, what do we need to cut in order to grow? Do we need to do acquisitions? Uh, do we need to, uh, do we need to uh, create a venture fund and start venture, uh, investing in smaller stage companies that we can then acquire at some point? So, I mean, it causes you to think completely yeah. differently. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's a, and it goes from linear growth to exponential growth. And I've had the, 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 the privilege of working in a few companies in a leadership role where we were able to do that without having these language patterns, you know, 10X, we never knew that. We were just dumb enough to be that aggressive and go, well, let's just try it. And things worked more often than not. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I think that's the key as we go into these, these later years, why would we lose sight of that? Why would we start playing defense? Why would we start playing out the clock? I mean, we all know how teams do what happens to them when they do that. They end up either losing or uh, they barely win. It doesn't feel satisfying. Yeah, so. well, that's why I, I love your message because it, it, is, it is so countercultural for for your generation ish um, to n- not have a growth mindset to say, you know what, let's go and not only make um, uh, aggressive goals, whether it be in our in our in our spiritual life, in our relational life, or our physical life, but but let's let's go and, and hit it. I heard another speaker recently. He talked about how you kind of have these different zones, and he said, you know, kind of where we are right now, it's kind of the comfort zone, like where you are right now. Like it may not be, you, you may admit, like it's not great. I mean, the physically, spiritually, mentally, wherever, I'm, I, it's not great, but it, it is what it is. And as soon as you start to grow, you kind of enter this growth zone. It starts beginning. It starts getting really, really uncomfortable, really, really mm-hmm. fast. And that's where most people kind of suck back in. Again, maybe they make a two X goal and and they kind of get there. It's a little scary, and so they go back into kind of their comfort zone. But just outside of there is the panic zone. And he goes, this is where things get really, really scary. And he goes, and if you haven't kind of sucked back to the comfort zone, you, most people will do that once they hit the panic phase. And Scott, you know, you're, you're a business guy, so I'm sure you kind of know this progression. But here's the key. Just outside of panic, 
is hypergrowth. Just outside of panic is hypergrowth. And what you will find is if you can get there, if you can, if you can withstand it long enough, then the comfort level in hypergrowth is actually more comfortable than your original comfort zone. Does that make any sense? Makes total sense. And I and I and I've seen this. So again, just in my personal uh, physical journey, it was last spring where I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it hard this summer. And I started doing inter- intermittent fasting, and I you know I cut my I cut my 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 calorie window down. And again, that's a whole nother conversation for another day. And it was painful. So I was in that comfort zone and then I got, then I got really painful about three months later. And then all of a sudden, Scott, it was crazy. I went, I, I got down to 200 pounds like in August and then bam, I went from 200 down to 190 in like two weeks. It was like, whoosh, as soon as I could get over that hump, I went into what I would call hyper growth. And now I, I'm six, six, I sit at about 193 and it's, it's very easy. I'm actually sitting at 193 easier than what I was sitting at about 208. Wow. And again, so that's just one example, but that, that applies to business, that applies to, to, to finances, mindset, marriage, relationships, spirituality. I, I, I love that analogy. And I hear that kind of intermix in what you're saying as well. Yeah. And I, I, I don't remember this image. It was popular a few years ago, but it, it's timeless. Um, picture two circles and they don't overlap. One's in the lower left, one's in the upper right. The lower left is your comfort zone and the upper right is where the magic happens. And so I like to tell guys, like, hey, give me one example in your life where something spectacular has happened that didn't require you to get out of your comfort zone. They can't name one, you can't name one thing. Uh, asking your wife to marry you, that you got out of your comfort zone. Having kids, uh, starting a business, deciding to retire. Do I have enough money? I mean, all these things require getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I love it. And- We've got about three minutes left. I want to talk about the other half of this conversation. Uh, you brought up a, a concept called an upper... Uh, an upper level limit. Explain kind of what that means and how that applies to people, uh, retirees and pre-retirees. Yeah, so I think I think Gay Hendricks refers to it as an upper limit problem. Some people call it limiting beliefs, but what the way I look at those two terms is when you start coming up reasons why you can't or won't do something, they're typically rooted in fear. That's when you're bumping into an upper limit problem. And I think just one, being aware of that concept. So you can ask yourself, why am I doing this? And, and then a reframe I like to give people is what needs to be true for this to happen? So get you out of the fear for a second and um, focus on really how could it happen? Change the story you're telling yourself. So, that, I mean, to me, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. It seems like we, can, we, we hit our upper limits pretty quickly depending on what area of our life it is. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I would have to assume you, you've seen that. And so how do you, do you just challenge the status quo? Do you try to get to the root of why, you, why you're, why you're thinking that way? How would you, how do you, how do you, how do you help your clients kind of get over that hump? Well, a couple of different ways. One, we use case studies of men who have done it just to show they, we've got guys doing this all the day, all the time. And these are guys just like you and me. So that's one way of doing it. The other way, the framework we use is we use Ben Hardy's be your future self. Now, process to create this vision of where you want to be. Then we do, uh, we create standards in five areas. And those are the day-to-day things that you do that move you towards that future self. And then we do monthly testing 
which is our GPS, just to tell us if we're on track or not. Mm. So, so those are those, that really accomplishes the, the what you're talking about. I, w- I would have to assume you'd have to get down to like kind of the crux as to what you what do you want. Ben Hardy talks a lot about that in his 10x book, but really getting down to what you want and mapping that out and getting your mind set on that is that part of the process as well. Yeah, I mean, I like to. I mean, I was just doing one this morning on my updating my own is creating a really vivid description of what life is like at that time, mm. like. Um, where do I live? What what size waist pants am I wearing? How much am I best bench pressing? What's my portfolio worth? Um, how many times am I dating my wife? You know, you're getting into very vivid description in areas that are um, uh, important to you. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, and it's like, don't do it on a computer, pen and paper. You need this tactile experience. It's way more intimate and personal. Guys say, hey, can I do it on my phone or my laptop? Yeah, you can, it's just not as effective. Yeah. Go get a pen. Stop fighting it. Do the pen and the paper. So, and magic happens. I, I, I love it. We're we're out we're out of time. Uh, we got to have you back on the show to talk more about this. Again, we've we got about a minute or, or so left. Just give people kind of a roundabout as to where people can can find you and get more information on, on what you're doing and what you're saying. Yeah. So um, the website is argentalpha.com. A R G E N T alpha.com. Um, I do a newsletter every week, uh, and you can find me on LinkedIn, Scott Jagosinski. There's, no, I think there's only one of us, so <laughs> type that in with Arjun Alpha, you'll find me. I post every day. It's, it's that's a platform. I, it's where my audience lives. You know, business guys. That's where they live, and yeah. uh, very few trolls. It's a pretty professional place to go. And then LinkedIn has become. It's way more than careers and uh, resumes and job searching. It's really evolved as a platform. Yeah. Well, it's really good stuff. I follow you and you, you post some wonderful stuff. So I encourage our audience to go check um, Scott out at his website and also on LinkedIn. Scott, thanks for being here today. Hey, let's do this again sometime. Sounds great. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Jared. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.